BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Note to Self with Peyton Sartin. Hi guys, and welcome back to Note to Self with Peyton Sarton. That's me. I'm Peyton Sarton. How are y'all doing this week? Let's do some quick updates before we get into the podcast. I don't want to keep y'all too long before we start talking to TK again, just because this episode is a little bit long, but it is worth it. I promise we talk about dating in LA. We talk about TK's type. She has coined the term 307, so she tells us all about what that actually means. It's very interesting, actually. We talk a lot about Joe. Obviously, he's the only boy I can talk about lately, so you'll get more Joe content. TK schools us on how to talk to men on dating apps and which dating app she personally likes for which kind of dating situation. So that's all coming here pretty soon, but first, let's get into the updates. Guys, I am stressed. (laughs) I am so fucking stressed. So... This week I got started on a new project and it's actually very, very, very exciting for me. Um, It's something I've wanted to do for a long time, but at the same time, it's actually terrifying, literally terrifying. I'm going to share more about that with y'all very soon. Um, I just want to make sure everything's perfect and I'm vlogging the whole thing and it's going to be really fun. Second off, I hired an assistant. And she's the fucking best. I'm really excited to have her on the team. Again, hiring on people and like scaling in this way is fucking terrifying. Okay? Because I'm bankrolling my whole life. (laughs) All the money I've worked really hard for and made is going towards all of these projects that I'm currently undertaking. Standard, right? I mean, I guess some companies do have investors that help them out. Um, I do not, and I really don't have very much help at all. And I just hired my new assistant, Oksana. I'm really excited for her to come on the team. She's actually going to start in a couple of weeks uh, because I, another update, am going out of town tomorrow. Not tomorrow. I'm going out of town on Thursday. Uh, First, I'm going to Vegas with Bloggers Who Brunch and Virgin Hotels for the opening of one of their new, like, beach clubs, which is a very last minute trip, but I'm really excited for it. I love to go um, do anything like that with my friends. I love the Bloggers Who Brunch team. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Bloggers Who Brunch. Go check them out on Instagram. They're the best, and I absolutely love their team. They're so fun. So can't wait to spend a couple of days in Vegas with them, just hanging out, working, um, you know, having the most amazing time. And then 
After that, on Saturday, I will be heading to D.C. for about a week to go see everyone's favorite, Joe. And uh, I'm actually going to have him back on the podcast next week uh, for that. I guess not next week's episode, but the week after that, the episode will be Joe. Um, And so stay tuned on Instagram for more questions to ask Joe. We'll see what direction we can take this episode with him in. But anywho, I'm going to go see him in D.C. because I go see him pretty much for one week every month at this point. Um, and he's playing still like every day. I think he has a day off when we're there. So that'll be really exciting. He has some time off. We can go do something one day. And then when I get back, my new assistant is starting. Um, so I'm really pumped for that. I can't wait to introduce y'all to her. Uh, and I'll do that via Instagram here pretty soon. Okay. Another update. This one's about Full disclosure, for those of you who are interested in purchasing a hoodie, I'm getting some messages on Instagram on the full disclosure account. Uh, I am going to restock the hoodies and some shorts. Uh, Drop two is being pushed back a little bit uh, because right now there is a odd fabric shortage. (laughs) This is not something I would have ever fucking known about if I am not, if I wasn't producing clothes. But there's a fabric shortage, apparently, and things are taking really, really long to get done. I'm really excited about Drop 2. I already know the outfit that's going to be in Drop 2, and I I think you're really going to like the outfit. That being said, everything's just taking a really long time. So I was planning on launching that in July um, and, you know, really wanted to launch it in in late June if possible. But I think uh, late July is going to be the launch date for that. So in the meantime, if you guys would like a full disclosure hoodie or a pair of shorts, I'll be restocking all of the rest of the stock that I have on the website uh, next week. So I'll let you guys know when that's happening. Go follow the Instagram trying to make that cute. We're going to start posting a lot more inspo and things like that on there. And then that will also keep you up to date with drop two. And then I already have drop three and four in the works right now, just obviously getting ahead of everything. Um, But that's the deal with that. It's just behind and the whole fabric shortage thing, like what the fuck's so random. Um, But apparently that's the thing and it's affecting my life. What else do I have to update y'all on? Nothing really. I'm just a fucking lunatic running around with like a chicken with my head chopped off nowadays. I have no idea what's going on and I'm so confused literally all the time. I'm on meetings and I'm on calls with people like um, shipping fulfillment companies that are telling me a lot of information and that happens to me all day. I'm in meetings where people are telling me stuff all day and I have to make decisions for my business and I don't know what the fuck is going on to be quite honest. So I'm just trying to live. I'm just trying to get to the next day without crying too much. (laughs) So I'm just saying this to let you know if you're in the same place, if you're starting something new, if you're fucking confused and you have no idea what you're doing, I think the key thing to know and a really important thing I've learned in my life is that no one knows what they're doing. You just do it and then you figure it out when you're doing it. That's what I'm noticing. Okay, that all being said, <laughs> let's get in to this episode with TK at TK's Juicy Polls, my fave roomie. If you guys have not heard the last episode I did with TK, this is like a two-part. So go listen to part one first. We talk about work, networking, how we became roommates, 
I loved that episode, and a lot of you guys said you loved it too. You got to get, know a little bit more about TK and her background. Um, so go listen to part one, and if you have listened to part one already, welcome to part two. Let's say hi to TK. Okay. Well, we're moving into the asking question, a different kind of networking, dating in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, baby. We are here to this point of the conversation. So... TK has been dabbling. I see her on her dating app. I have been dabbling. I want to dabble a lot more. Like I want, I want Shaw Girl Summer to like come in. Full you effect. need to have the again. What I'm thinking is like the more New York experience where they Do like it sucks in the city vibes. We live in a city. It's just really hard in LA to go on dates because it's not as easy to get around as New York. No, and you That's can't just right. bop around, just walk. walk somewhere. Like you have to like make it a whole freaking thing like if i'm going on a date that's my whole night yeah it's your whole night also the uber is going to be 70 bucks you gotta go there you gotta go back uh, and right now it'll probably be 100 because yeah uber suck right it's now. expensive as fuck and so you have to really want to see this person to have to sit through the traffic one that's going to happen at 7 p.m or 8 p.m um and then to waste all that time and money because and it's expensive as fuck yes because i anytime i do anything at night during my five to nine yeah because I go to work from you know nine to five which technically it's ten to six Mm -hmm. and then I get home and I have my five to nine which is when I do my own influencer stuff and like I have to do like you know edit my brand deals or film or literally she has to do everything that I do but she does it at night at nighttime that's her second job anytime I do anything besides that my job my 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 five to nine is losing money because I'm not making money. Right. So that like, that's why I'm so kind of picky, which I need to be less picky, but that's why I'm so picky with guys on dating apps. Like if they're not interesting me like a lot, then I'm not going to go because I'm losing money and time, which is money going on this date. Well, I, when I first moved here, I, for, I would say two years didn't go on a single date because I was working for myself and I, I literally hit the ground running and I was like, so addicted and like so nervous and like literally in survival mode is what I would call it to where I was like I don't have fucking time for that like I would go with my friends once a week and get absolutely obliterated to forget and like not think about work and then I would and oftentimes even come home and do work at three in the morning but then I would work my fucking ass off for you know seven days of the week and because I'm not hung over when I'm 22 and I would just I, the whole time I told myself I cannot date someone I cannot date someone I cannot date someone because I was just like I can't give that part of my life to someone that's wasting my time yeah and I needed the money quite frankly back then yeah and um, like also for me I'm like a lot of girls will go on dates because like free dinner right yeah which I'm like fuck yeah free dinner mm-hmm. you know but for me I'm like bitch I can order myself I know fish yeah. every <laughs> night you know what I mean like you're in a different situation like than I was I uh, when I like being completely blunt, when I first was talking to Peyton, I was so stressed out about our rent. Like yeah. Peyton was like, I- I'll take the bigger room. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay as much. Like I was so stressed. Like I didn't have a manager. I was not making the money I am now. I mean, it flipped a switch for you. Oh, so fast. So fast. Like yeah. I grew really fast and really like randomly. Like, mm-hmm. well, during COVID, I was not an influencer. During, yeah. <laughs> like, she was, you were an employee for Alicia, yeah. but then you were like, part of the crew part of the narrative you started your own thing you're really good at it obviously y'all go watch her youtube videos way different vibe from mine oh god they'll but probably be like never again no the <laughs> editing the editing is great i love her editing like it's just a different whole vibe and she was like made for the youtube thing so i know why you blew up but i will say it was so fast yeah super fast so like 
I randomly started making money. And now, like, you know, getting a free dinner to me is like, you know, Doesn't what matter. the heck? Like, yeah. I, I can order sugar fish. I could, technically could. I'm not even trying to be like a pick me girl. Like, yeah, yeah. oh my God, I'm, I make money now. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just saying that's why you have to interest me a lot to yeah, go on the date. Like, absolutely. I'm not even trying to be like, oh my God, I'm too good for guys. Like, I'm really not. Like, I love. I love dudes. Like I love dudes. I love being boy crazy. You love the the right one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just a little bit picky. It's hard for, with dating because you kind of have to be in like the mood. Like even if you're not like there was times where like I'd be in the mood for a week and I'd go on three dates. That's and then me. I wouldn't go on yeah. a date for a year after that because I was like, okay, that's done. I'm over it. And I honestly, one time I went on, a, on three dates in a week. And getting in the car with the guys each time I knew immediately when I got in the car I was not interested I know you know right away mm-hmm. and I honestly though I wasn't sad about it I was more like I held it out we went to dinner we'd go to a bar after I would talk to them because they were cool people I just knew I didn't want to have and it's not them. like they do anything wrong no it's just like you you're just not like there's no chemistry there's no chemistry it needs to be familiar when I met Joe it was the most when I first started talking to Joe it was the most familiar feeling in the entire world like I, it was so familiar and it was so weird to the point where I just thought it was like, I just didn't think it much like of it. It feels like you've known them for a while. That's yeah. Like, that's when you know it's working is mm-hmm. you're like, you're like, whoa, I feel for like you've me, been it in was my like, orbit for a while. I was like, I knew him and I, I could understand him. And that's why for, also I wasn't like really enthralled by him, to be honest at first. Cause I was just like, oh, this guy's cool. Like I'll talk to him all day. Sure. You're super comfortable. I was super yeah. comfortable and I wasn't, it, it wasn't like, you know, my heart skipping a beat or anything. It was more just like, I could literally say anything to this guy and I'm not second thinking, second guessing it. And I just would just be my normal self. Yeah. But you gave my brother great advice on my podcast. Yeah. You guys should go listen to it. I'll never forget you telling him this because I feel like it was so like groundbreaking for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Which was women just want to feel safe. Yeah. And you were, you were instilling in him like how important it is to make women feel safe right yeah in any scenario your your girlfriends someone you like someone you have a crush on, well, someone you're just hooking up with it's very important feel safe. in general and it's also really important if you're a man who's trying to date because then even if a girl doesn't like you she's gonna go back to her friends and be like oh he's such a good guy like that, he, that would nothing would happen around with him around you know like i yes. trust him like that's the best thing you could so, ever say about it exactly dude. so it sounds like to me when you met joe and like i'm thinking about a date i went on a little bit ago that i like mm-hmm. was really into yeah and it be- was because i felt so comfortable and ultimately safe with them because i just felt I felt so comfortable and I, I was like say I felt safe I felt taken care of yeah. and I felt understood and without us really even talking that much mm-hmm. us texting it's weird it was like we were finishing each other's sentences we both thought the other person was super like charismatic and witty um and you know there's people who don't think I'm witty at all it's because they have a different kind of humor totally. than me and it's just everything melded together and I've been around guys who I thought were the best thing ever and like I thought they were so hot and like they were this person I put on a pedestal and when I saw them my, my heart's racing and I'm really nervous and whatever and with Joe it was never like that it was more like this is like this is someone I could be yeah. same wavelength same chapter. same wavelength Ex- same, same the exact perfect timing like I don't want to make it seem not romantic in that way because I, I did get nervous around him like after I came to visit him and he was sweaty he was sweaty. He yeah, was a little he was, nervous. You sweaty piece of shit, Joe. <laughs> he was, he's like, it was hot outside. Oh my god. But um, no. I when I met him, I had that feeling, and it's hard to explain it. And so when I would get in the car with someone, and I immediately was like, "We're we're 
we're not attracting right now. We're repelling. Well, and it's yes. Yeah. And it's different. There's a difference between being like uncomfortably nervous mm-hmm. versus I'm like kind of getting Giddy. nervous. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like adrenaline nervous versus like uh, wait, I'm actually nervous because like this date isn't really going well in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you know the difference. Mm-hmm. And so. like you're and you're just trying. It's like too it's too hard to to find common ground, even yes. if he's a nice guy. So I think that happens more often than not. At the same time, I feel like those guys that I went on dates with like that were really good experiences because I I had I got to practice charm and charisma on them, yeah. and then I could like leave. And you're really good at talking to guys. It's it's easy that that's why it's because I would go on dates and like see these guys and like be charming and charismatic and I didn't give a fuck if they liked me or not because I did not like them. Yeah. And then you practice and then you're done. Yeah. But you're also really good at that. I, I am good at I will say at talking to guys too. I feel I feel like at least, but I do have friends that like, you know, go like stark white and yeah, don't, you know, because guys are like. the whole guy thing is so scary because like all our life like growing up as a female it's like oh it's been instilled in our heads it's like when are you gonna find the one have you found the one yeah like have you found your man and it's like so there's so much pressure around it where it's like no one ever asked me like oh oh how's your job yeah like how much money are you making like no one ever asked me that even my friends who i love like how are how are you doing yeah mental health (laughs) i think that the the thing i get asked the most is about joe from family yeah. from friends from everyone because that's how society is it's like it is. it's all about oh have you found someone because and what sucks too honestly on like the guy's end which like yeah, fuck that whatever yeah yeah but like on the guy's end it's like women dated or wh- it used to be men didn't make money or sorry it used to be women didn't make money yeah so they would literally get married for a guy to provide yeah so that's why it was such a big deal to find a man because mm-hmm. you needed someone well, you to take had care to. of you. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But now it's so different because it's like girls are boss as bitches. They make their own money. They do their own thing. They do what they like. They do what they're interested in. But it's still so weird because all of our parents and grandparents or whatever are like, have you found the one? Have you found the one? Like family friends don't know what to talk to me about. They're like so scared to ask me about YouTube. But they'll ask me if I'm, you know, if I found the one. Yeah. No, I feel that. That's And again, that happens with my friends and family who who I love and respect so much mm-hmm. it's just like a, also something to talk about it like, is yeah they're married and they you know whatever like people just want to know and they want to know in your business and, and that's, that's their a, way to relate i guess it's one that's like an intimate part of your life mm-hmm. that's easy to talk about mm-hmm. um but i do agree with that and i think that for me what i also one thing i love about tk is you remind me a lot of me at 23 because tk is 23 is the best dating i'm advice. 27 and I was very much like I wanted to go on dates because a lot of my friends were doing it. But again, I would like only truly get the wanting to for a week. And then for a year, I wouldn't go on a date. And I'd be like totally fine with that. I had guys who I talked to and stuff and went out with, which is a little bit harder right now because it's like things aren't really that open yet. Um, but, but yeah, my, COVID's tough because it's like now mm, dates. It's like dinner dates. It's date. so serious. Yeah. Like I can't be like, hey, we're going to like Victoria and just meet us there. Yeah. You know or you're I mean? meeting people at parties. You're meeting people out at a bar. Like that is how I met anyone. Yes. But so, now it's like, oh my God, we have to go to fucking catch. And yeah. Like, it's, it's so. It's like, ew, I hate that. There's so much pressure. I think that's going to be much easier. But I will say, I think you are very good you're like me. Like I like to talk about boys all the time. Boys were like my fun um, uh, I hobby. I love talking about guys. Because like what else did I do best. outside of work? Yeah. I was like – it's like either I was talking about boys and going out or working 
most of yeah. 99% and I'm a of the time. Like we're both workaholics. Yeah. So it's, ne- it's like a relief to talk about guys because like it's that's my <laughs> that's hobby. Fun like it's my yeah. off day thing or my totally, off time totally. thing to do. And I think, um, a lot of people take a lot of my friends, at least in my life have been very serious about finding someone like we talked about. And you're more like me where I was like, yeah, there were times I was lonely, but I rationalized really early on that like, there are times I'm lonely, but there are things in relationships that my friends went through that are more stressful and annoying oh. than being lonely. Like being lonely is not the worst thing in the world yes. and you cope with it and you deal with it. And you're also like, I'll find someone at some point. So me sleeping in my bed alone. Yeah. I was, once I rationalized that, I was like probably your age, like 23. And I was like, one day I'm going to get married and I'm going to fucking wish I could sleep in a bed by myself. Totally. Doing exactly what I want every single day. Not having to think about, you know, New Year's. What are we doing for New Year's? Because me and Joe have to like combine everything. Now. Yeah. We're like, when are we going to every, this wedding? Well, every when decision we, you make. Every decision. When we move in together, going to be different. Like, what do you want for dinner? Like, I am so independent that I, I rationalize that. And yes, there were times I was lonely and all the time I was single. But I was also like... Let me just live this time. And that's kind of what you do. You're like, you're really living the time. Oh, thank you so much. You're doing a good job of it because you're not chasing around dudes at all. You are, <laughs> you're literally just like letting it happen. And that's really good because I feel like that's not, that can be kind of rare. Less out here because people move out to LA to like make their dreams happen. So mm-hmm. they're kind of like, whatever, I'll find a guy when I find a yeah. guy, <laughs> um, which makes dating hard for men and women. But yes. I but- think that that's cool to see because you don't see that that often in my experience with younger girls because I think you everyone's just looking for a relationship because again that's what everyone tells you you need yeah I so will just- say though I do want to go on more even though I know it's going to be a dumbass date I still want to train my dating muscle mm-hmm. and go more just they because- can be fun they can be fun to have yes. those conversations just you know because for shits and giggles and honestly for the story yeah I want to have a crazy ass well it also just like gets you in a stuff. new place yeah in terms of like conversation you you and push it is the a muscle you need to train yeah you do and it, it does you need to do things that are new like your brain loves it when you do new things so when you talk to new people you're doing whatever like that's what your brain like craves so it can be stronger and literally. it's very rare like especially with covid like that i get like a nervous and adrenaline like mm-hmm. i'm like a little bit nervous for something or i'm out of my comfort zone yeah like i, I love that feeling so yes. much i low-key crave it's it very addicting. so the dating for that for dating for me is that like mm-hmm. how can you not you're meeting a stranger well it's like a little know? risk every time yeah, you do it it's, it's a little, little bit of a risk and it's you know you're only risking an hour and a half or two hours or you, and you can really get out of it if you want so it's not that big of a risk and you truly learn so much about yourself you know yeah you do like and I, it's nice it's a confidence boost because usually is. if you're good at conversation the dudes like you and they think you're great and you can totally tell and you come home and you're like i didn't like him but like obviously he's obsessed <laughs> with me and then you could go to sleep. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear your perspective on like uh, the few dates that I've gone on recently. Yeah. Like the um, difference between me coming home. <laughs> I mean, okay. So mostly all of them have been like. Or just me dating me and boys in general. Yeah. Okay. So you're, you do the Explain same- my type too. Okay. Well, I have to, you have to explain your type because I was talking to Joe about this. I was like, she likes 307s, Joe. That's what it is. 307, right? <laughs> Yes. And she, he was like, what's that? I was like, I don't know, guys from Indiana. <laughs> he's, he's like, is that like an area code there? I was like, yeah. He was like, what, like guys like with finance jobs or something? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like the most normal. He was like, well, that seems kind of boring because that's the opposite of her. She's like, so like fun and crazy and out there. Like that seems like they seem boring. And I was like, stability matches with like fun and crazy out there, by the way. Like women love stability. So yeah. 
going back, let's explain what a 307 is because that's TK's type. Also, I... Didn't Kenzie coin that term? Yes. <laughs> Kenzie. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenzie. I'm going to title this. <laughs> I'm titling this at Kenzie Elizabeth. At, thank you, Kenzie, for making <laughs> TK's juicy polls. <laughs> well, okay. 307s. 307s. At the end of the day, I just love being the crazy cool gal that shows up to the normal ass suburban family's house in Emily June said this on my podcast in like the fur coat you do you know what I mean yeah you're thriving yes like I love showing up to Thanksgiving with you know everyone in their sweaters and I'm in like a boa and and they're just like this girl is so crazy and fun but also like down to earth and you know nice and like a, a good person for our son to be dating you know what I mean like I I low-key love being the the standout or the um what's you know what's a word that the, the, the life of the party yeah I I love that yeah so um Kenzie and I came up with this well she this was my always my type and mm-hmm. she she coined the term yes yeah. yeah so I've always had this type of like what I've always had this type of like this guy that is a 307 which is a guy that hypothetically has 307 or less followers oh I thought it was a, uh, an area code well what's hilarious is that she came up with 307 right mm-hmm. but 317 is the Indianapolis area code Oh, so it's a 317. So 317 is the actual Indianapolis area code, okay. but the the term is 307. So it's a guy that has, which by the way, it's on Urban Dictionary. Oh yeah, I got it approved. <laughs> 307 okay. is a guy that has hypothetically 307 or less followers, but understand someone that has 307,000 followers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, like, people always get so – they're, like, 307 followers? I'm, like, no, no, no. Usually 307s actually have, like, about 1,000 followers. Yeah. Or, like, 1,500. I told Joe that weird. today. I was, like, okay, so, and so someone with less than 1,000 followers. Yeah. They're not they're not weird. Like, it's not like they have no friends or followers. Like, they yeah. have an Instagram. But their posts consist of things like, you know, one from prom, mm-hmm. one from graduation, one maybe for, for Mother's Day. Or, like, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Or, like, you know – one with the boys on yeah. date night. They're normal guys. Yes, very normal. Like, they don't really have that many photos. They struggle with making a hinge profile. Okay, the cause... fact that we have to specifically call this out as if it's, like, something we're looking for when normal people just know normal men who do these things. <laughs> and we're just like, guys, what about a guy who, like, <laughs> doesn't post on his Instagram? I'm like, what about a guy that isn't a model or an actor? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? That would be amazing. What about a guy that doesn't send me his forking sound call link? <laughs> or, <laughs> like, has song. shirtless stuff or, like, does selfies in the mirror, like, all that send stuff. Send me his freaking, um, like, YouTube link yeah. or whatever. I got the 307 version of a professional baseball player. That would be my dream. Like, an athlete yeah. that's a 307 at heart, that yeah. would be my dream. Like, Joe accidentally has some followers, but even then, Because I do love athletes. On? Like, in high school, mm-hmm. like, I was a sim for athletes. And, like, I still am sim for yeah. athletes. But they're just, like, watching you date Joe looks like, obviously, Joe's the best, and I love him. It's hard. Yeah. It's just, like, you it's have hard to, with their lifestyle. You have to be, obs- like, obsessed. You have to be in love with them. Yeah. Guy, and you have to be willing to, like, you have the best job for Joe. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can go and visit him and whatever, and you can make content, like, it's either you have our job or a job like it or no job. Or no job. Yeah, period. Like, but that's how it goes. Joe is, like, honestly, the ideal. Like, I love how he's, like, down to earth and, like, I, 
I really don't vibe with like the flashy, crazy, like athlete Athletes, guys. Yeah. Like I like how he's a little bit more low key. He's really good at his job and he's fun. Like I feel like he's I can super take Joe fun. anywhere. Yeah. I think with Joe though, he's like, he's around people who are so famous all the time. So he genuinely doesn't think he's cool because yeah. he's literally like, but I mean, cause he didn't go to college. So he doesn't have like a, yeah, true. he doesn't have like a following from being a college yeah. athlete. Like that happens to a lot of people, at least at my school. And Joe never got that. He went straight to the major leagues and he, or to play professionally. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have that time where he was like the big man on campus or whatever. So he never got a big head. Got he it. literally like still got is it. just who he is. And that's yeah. like, but that's 307 vibes. That he ish. has, he radiates 307 vibes. Yeah. So honestly, Joe's a 307. He's <laughs> honestly, Joe's like a 30.7K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. 30.7K. <laughs> which typically 30.7Ks are the worst. Yeah. Because it's like, it, it's best if they're either a 307 or a 307,000, not a 30.7K. Mm-hmm. Well, he has he has 15,000, which is truly the worst. Yeah. <laughs> on, he has 15,000 followers on Instagram. Any dude with 15,000 followers normally is normally the worst. Normally horrible. He's like a drop shipper on Amazon and like just takes photos <laughs> in front of rented Lamborghinis. You know what I mean? Yes. So true. So anyway, I I think that's why I love the idea of like, you know, someone that is successful at their job mm-hmm. and because work is very important to me and I want them to be super passionate and obsessed with their job. It's too. also really motivating because you're like, holy fuck. Like if I'm watching Joe on TV, I'm like, okay, what am I doing yeah. with my fucking life? Oh my like, God. I think what? it's so forking sexy when a guy is like passionate as hell about his job. And I'm not talking about like, I want to be a musician. Like, yeah, no, yeah. like I'm no. talking about like, it's, ha- it's working. It's happening. Yeah. Like he's like in it and no, no Tino shade towards musicians. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but like it sounds like I have like a big like thing against DJs right now but like <laughs> no I, I'm just saying like I love when it can be whatever it is I just mm-hmm. love when they're like really in it they're passionate about it like we can talk about both of our and they're jobs. making it work practically as yeah. well like it's it's actually working and that's one of those things that for me when I like manifested Joe like I talked about in the last episode um, specifically my four steps to manifestation I um, got really unapologetic about that. And I was like, I want him to have a good job and I'm not sorry because I have a good job and I work yes! my ass off. So I yeah. don't, I don't care Fork that like people are always like, well, it doesn't really matter. Like how no, much it fucking matters. Well, I think everyone's lying to themselves and they want to sound good when they yes! say that, you know, that's a fucking lie. When I'm you like, say it out fork that. I work my ass off yes. to, to make money period. That should matter to you. Cause it matters to me. It matters to me because I put, hard work like time dedication whatever all the things in, and i'm not trying to say like oh, i'm such a hard no, worker no. right now yeah yeah but i'm i'm i am saying like if i do that and i value that and i'm passionate about that i want them to um yeah the same I in a different way once i the reason i found joe honestly is because i stopped explaining that i literally was like no this is what i want also i got specific i was like not only do i want him to be pursuing his dream and it's practical. So like he's, he's reached the level where he's actually making money doing this thing that he loves. Yes. I want that because I came out and did something that was very impractical. My family, my parents, not my mom, but my dad was like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh yeah. Same. My dads are always like the fuck is what's going on. Yeah. And it seems like, it it. seems like a dream thing that people want to do. And we both went out and made it. It doesn't seem like a job. No, but that was our dream. We both made it practical. We both literally made it happen to where it translates to real money. So I'm like, I don't feel bad wanting someone like that. And also this man is going to make as much money as me or more. And yeah. I do not care that I'm asking for that. I will not date someone. Honestly, who makes less money we need than to stop shaming people 
We need to normalize asking or manifesting that and like ex- having that expectation. We need to stop shaming, especially women, for um, seeming like a bad person for wanting something like that because it's not it's not shameful at all. I, I think the think. thing is the thing to combat that is just don't shame yourself. Yeah. I think we shame ourselves so much sometimes and we think that we're going to be shamed for it. Like a lot of people think they're truly a bad person for wanting something like that when really it, it's not it's it does not have a reflection that's not a reflection of your character at all. Well, it's it's just do you want someone who's as good as you and values the same things as you at what you're like as good as you at what you're doing? at what they're doing and do they value the same things as you also so much of a relationship is based on like your lifestyle like you have to like similar things so if like you know Peyton for instance really values traveling then she needs to kind of find someone that values traveling as well and someone who can afford to do that yeah with her because you know or Peyton for instance also really enjoys fine dining like she's like such a foodie Loves going to nice places. Loves I need the a man who can take whatever, me. Right. I, I need a man who not only loves that but can pay for it. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, I'm, nice. I'm someone like what there. I grew up going to a bunch of big sports games. That was like a big thing my dad liked to spend money on. That is something I value now. Like I love, I love spending money on a good game because that's where so many of my um, good memories are from. Memories yeah. lie, mm-hmm. and that's something that's just you know, example of many things that I, yeah, yeah. whatever value, but, um, yeah, it's just, that's something that needs to align. And so what I'm saying, like, basically what we're both saying really is for, for me with dating, I think the biggest thing and the, the biggest thing that's going to be good for you, TK is being successful young. You especially need to be very unapologetic about it. And yeah, you don't even have to qualify right. it to people. Like, you don't need to be like, well, it's because I do that. No, you're like, I True, want this. Period. I want this literally period. Nothing after it. I, I just, this is what I want. I and agree. you tell yourself that too, because at the end of the day, you realize people actually aren't thinking that much about what you're doing. And that's what is what is going to get you what you want is if you're like, this is what I want. Yeah. So true. If you want someone, if you don't care about the money thing or the work thing, sure. What else, what else, what do you want? If you so want someone true. who is working harder than you and making more money, if you want to stay at home and be a mom, that's what you fucking want. Okay. Period. Be uh, unapologetic. Yeah. You want it. You're and allowed say, to want that. Say what you want. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I want a 307 daddy, <laughs> and someone who has a great job. Is super passionate, high on life. Um. And also, honestly, I really value someone who respects me and my job. And, Very important. Yeah. Who like thinks my job's fucking cool? Is yeah. All about it. They're they're not like obsessed with it in a weird way i just want them to you know think that i'm awesome they're proud of you think they're awesome yeah they're proud proud of what i do they're not like embarrassed by it some people have like a weird perception of like the whole influencer world yeah i want someone to be like fork yeah that's my girl getting her gram yeah yeah exactly um so yeah i could definitely see myself with someone in that like you know, whether it's a finance lawyer, agent, agent yeah. Um, someone who's kind of in it. Who's but very smart, I will say. You definitely need someone I, intelligent. I love yeah, I feel like I'm one of those people. What's the I don't know the correct term for it, but I am like attracted turned, to brains. Yeah. Yes. I know you mean me too. I am turned on by <laughs> someone too. that what intellectually that stimulates me and is smart. Yeah. There there's something for it. No, I know. I've seen it on Pinterest before. I am like so turned on by someone's brain. Yeah, I'm literally typing that into Google right now. Turned on by someone's mind. Even even in like women too, like my friends, 
Like, that's why I'm so obsessed with Alicia and my job because I'm sapiosexual. Learned- what? Sapiosexual. I think I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm that way as well. Because I, that's why I'm so obsessed with my job because I am so attracted to, this sounds so weird, yeah. to Alicia Marie's brain. That mm-hmm. girl is a freaking genius. Like, even Peyton knows, like, when you're yeah. around her, you're like, I always tell people this. I'm like a sponge because mm-hmm. I learn so much from her. I need to be more around her in a work setting. Like, I need to come over to the place Dude, and like she do brainstorm off. sesh because I need to know what's going on. Every day. People always ask me. They're like, all right, TK, like, when are you going to move on? You know, when I'm like, why would I move on from someone? I, I hardly am intellectually stimulated like crazy by people. Yeah. And she is always one. She's always pushing herself to learn more. So that mm-hmm. makes me learning more you know what I mean well it's interesting when you meet people who things that they say and things they learn things they share with you stick with you and you actually have like a revelation when they say something to you that's really rare that you look at someone they say something to you and you it's like a revelation in your life that you remember the way that she explains it to me is I feel like her brain and my brain is similar because the way she explains it to me I fully understand yeah and um, I think that's also rare. Like the way I could explain how to network, for instance, mm-hmm. to you may make a lot of sense because you get me. Yeah, but yeah. someone could be listening and they're like, that makes zero sense to me. Yeah. But you know what I mean? We're just on a different wavelength. They don't get it. Like sometimes, sometimes people can be saying the exact same thing. But the 10th time, the 10th person yeah. says it the right well, way. Well, that has to have – that's kind of like the whole chemistry thing in the same yes. wavelength situation. You have to have that with your friends. Totally. It's even more difficult, honestly, to find it in men because not only do you have to respect them as a person and have that attractive – you know, you're really attracted to their brain and their mind – but you also have to be physically attracted yes. to them. Yes. It's really hard to find both. That's hard. Yeah. And with Alicia, I'm just using this because it's my, you know, boss or my working relationship. Yeah. It's so – I respect the hell out of her. Mm-hmm. And and even I feel like my relationship with Peyton, like, I respect the hell out of you and, you know, your job and how seriously you, you take it. And, like, I respect – like, Peyton and I have literally opposite brands. Yeah. But, like – I respect her and the way that she brands herself and like, you know, poses herself on the internet Yeah, compared to me because I'm like, whoa, that really works for you. You have such a unique style. We have like, the I same respect it. groundwork though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything about our jobs is pretty much the same besides the little flair yeah. of so personality. We like put little at creative the flair. Like yeah. everything we do at the, at the, at the end of the day is the same. It's we use the, the same, same editing softwares. We do the same. We use the same so apps. True. Like, Mm-hmm. Same, you know, editing, same whatever. bones, yeah, different body, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So it's like, it's really interesting because again, we we're on the same page yeah. in that scenario, and that's something that's again really hard to find in men. I I remember when I first started talking to Joe, I actually wasn't paying attention to how he looked that much because I only knew him from a dating app, and men don't photograph. I mean, Joe's gorgeous, but like he doesn't like. Was I like, oh my god, this is the hottest guy I've ever seen okay, in photos? Well, you're just no. you just proved like literally the biggest thing ever, which every girl's gonna forking love this. If Joe didn't look good on the dating <laughs> yeah. app, then let me tell you, every forking guy looks like shit. Wait, on dating app. Yeah, they look Joe way is literally stunning. A a god. A god. 
And he doesn't yeah. even he doesn't know that. I hope yeah. he Honestly, to this. I hope he doesn't. <laughs> no, you know what's so I literally cute? have said fork you, Joe, and also <laughs> Joe's a god. I think what's funny about Joe, another just side note about him is we went on a trip to Mexico with his best friend from like mm-hmm. life. And so his... weird that I wasn't there. <laughs> you <laughs> and um this the best friend's now fiance. He just uh, mm-hmm. proposed this uh they've been together for like eight years. Mm-hmm. And we had me and his friend had some like like five minutes sitting at this table by ourselves together and I was like so give me the dirty details and I'm yeah. like kind of joking he was like uh let me tell you something he was like do you see him now I was like yeah he was like he has no idea he looks like that yeah. he is forever this five foot five kid entering into freshman year of high school who That's was hilarious. super like That's so good though pain he was like Peyton he was painfully shy like love a humbled pain painfully shy and he was like he couldn't have been more shy um but he is obviously stunning. He's got a wonderful job. He's very impressive. But when I saw him on the dating app, I wasn't like, you know, dying over it at all. But I Yeah, but this is groundbreaking for women. They're I know. love this. I was not dying. I was not super impressed, but it was even our first conversation. He said something super cringy on the <laughs> app. And I remember just being like, Oh, this guy's such a cheese dick. Like, oh God. But I there's something that made me just answer. And it was honestly boredom. Um, and I just fell into that. that most of the time. And then right. our conversation dwindled. And then we talked on Instagram. And when he talked to me on Instagram, but it was, he was so much persistent. He was kind of persistent, but like when he spoke to me on Instagram, it was much less like forceful conversation. He just answered a story of mine. And literally his response to the story was so witty and funny and unique and something I immediately understood. And from then on, we were texting all the time, which is rare for me, but he was just so funny and resourceful and it like had a wonderful vocabulary looked at things in a very cool perspective that both was like mine and a little bit different and it was just so honestly inspiring to speak to him and I hadn't even seen him yet at yeah, this but point sa- this is like y- Joe has very similar bones to what you have yeah you know I mean similar. different body mm-hmm. like same with that's what I'm looking for someone with similar bones mm-hmm. as me but like has their own little flair, has yeah. their own little brand. Well, they have, he has his own thing, but we grew up in completely different places. Very, you know, he grew up in a very liberal area. I grew up in a very conservative area and we both ended up being about the same. But at the same time, we both like went to private schools. Our parents are professionals, like very intense into sports our entire lives. And like those small things really can make up you're obviously who you become and it's totally. it's weird who you meet who's exactly like you it's like literal like when they call it like people a twin always flame. end up with with people who are kind of raised like them similar. the same way yeah the same way because that's comfort it's all about comfort and yeah and being i think that's important but i think my point with all of that was to say that like i wasn't even paying attention to what joe looked like because i hadn't seen him yet physically i had just seen him on the app and then i was obsessed with his mind oh and sometimes God. i'm like would i be so attracted to him because the more I get to know, the more attracted I am, obviously. Yeah. Like, the more I see him, I'm like, I <laughs> want to, like, take your face off and, like, eat it. <laughs> like, I'm so obsessed with him. But I think it started with the way that our banter was and the way that, like, it was, you know, I, I thought he was being witty and I thought I was being boring. And he yeah. was the one that brought up to me, too, being like, no, I actually thought you were so witty and funny, like, things you were saying. Well, totally. Well, and everyone at every- – LA has the most beautiful looking people in the world, right? So we're so used to like literally the most gorgeous guys and the most gorgeous girls. So looks at the end of the day though, don't, I mean, obviously 
don't get me wrong. If I was going on a date and Joe was standing there, I would literally be like, have a heart attack and probably <laughs> faint. I and constantly think about if I saw this man in person, like in yes. public somewhere, I don't know. I'd be like, misconnection. I would be too nervous to talk to him. I'd be like, I, I saw the hottest guy today. I, I can't I believe. Faint. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Immediately on. would be texting my group chat. Holy Guys, shit. Like <laughs> taking photos. <laughs> holy shit. Holy shit. Just <laughs> yeah. Like, literally just, just letters. Yeah. But, um, at the end of the day, we see so many literally stunning people. I will say something about a brain to me just stands out. Well, that's going to oh, last. Talk dirty to me. What? That's going to last. And people always say this, but it's hard to like actually think about it. Like you're not going to be hot for that long. And this is such a cliche, but it's so fucking true. Like who do you want to be sitting around for the rest of your fucking life? Also, I think that I realized early moving to LA that I – because. Again, we're around so many freaking hot Insta baddies and mm-hmm. gorgeous people that I literally found my confidence in my brain. Oh, that's the only thing I'm confident in, in my entire I, fucking life. Yeah. I was literally – and to this day, like, I still am so effed up in the head about, like, I will never be the hottest. I'll never be – have the fittest body. I'll never have the biggest tits or the biggest ass or the clearest skin or, you know what I mean, the most luscious – hair maybe luscious lips <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> um, but you know what I mean like yeah. I was like I I realized early which I'm lucky that I did and it wasn't through an easy way like I I realized okay I'm not the hottest par- person in the city and I never will be how can I stand out my forking brain and my integrity I honestly think that's better though because when people when you are told your entire life that your value is with your with your face or your body or whatever it is or what that's what people want from people you. People still say that to us. I I think that that's incredibly detrimental and people always want to be that person. It's upsetting honestly, and I will say the one thing that has always saved me and I t- I talked about this on the last episode, finding confidence. Find out what you are confident in and for me it's always been my brain. I know that I'm introspective, I know that I'm understanding, I know that I look at things from different perspectives and I that is one thing about myself I 100% and know. And that's the only reason why, like, I'll go to a crazy event, right, or whatever, you know, like an uh, an Oscars party. I went to – I got invited. I don't even know why uh, a year ago. And I went, and I – the only thing that, like, kept me from, like, having insane, like, imposter syndrome, like, why am I here next to, like, literally Marco Robbie, Yeah. <laughs> was, okay, I – I have the ability to have a great ass conversation with a lot of almost every person in this room because I ask good questions. I'm a catch. You know, I have my brain is like, I, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I can intellectually stimulate a lot of these people here yeah. and like, that's just what I have to run with. Well, and I yeah. will say in this place, that's the thing that people are looking for because no one needs another pretty face. <laughs> I, yeah. You know what I mean? Like a, like a, no one needs another supermodel. There's so many supermodels around. Like, TK, neither of us, we're cute girls. We're not supermodels. No. I mean, we don't, damn we it. can't compete Peyton. out here. God damn it. But I think that no we, one's ever told me that. Moving to LA <laughs> made me think that. I was like, okay, what am I, my identity in the city is not what I look like. There's no way. You, you just couldn't, you have to adapt. So, like, coming here, you're yeah. like, okay, what do I have to offer? Like, what what do I have that uh-huh. actually is better it's than It's also so everyone? sad because I literally always wanted to be a YouTuber, like, always. Yeah. I always want to be a YouTuber. And now and, you are. <laughs> and now I am. Now you're living your dream. <laughs> no. 
But I always wanted to be one. And I literally for years would make the sickest videos. Like I've always been a good editor. I made, I would edit better than any YouTuber, right? Like, and I wouldn't post it because I was like, oh my God, I have acne. Yeah. Or like, I was like, I'll, po- I literally was in my head. I'd be like, I will post. I've said literally so much in here. It's so That's okay. <laughs> I say but Michael. I would be saying to myself, I would edit the full video. And it would be ready to upload. I would mm-hmm. upload it and I wouldn't post it because I was like, I'll post it when I've lost 10 pounds. So when or I had my, when I lose all my acne. When I had my bad acne. Remember how we talked That's about those, th- those little moments of risk? Yeah. I had it when I first moved out to LA because obviously I was like graduated college and was like, I'm going to be a blogger and literally just picked up my bags, went to Los Angeles and was like, let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, I had th- that moment then. But honestly, there were so many little moments leading up to that of that risk. And they were either posting on Instagram when no one else was posting on Instagram. And I knew people were going to make fun of me because they didn't know what bloggers were. And they were like, why is Peyton doing this? Um, those Each Instagram post was a small risk. I felt like weightless, honestly. When I posted them and when I started YouTube, the same thing. I would edit my videos. I had horrible acne and terrible lighting. My face was red. And I, I remembered craving that feeling that I had when I first moved to LA. And I was like... It feels like a risk. It feels weightless because you're nervous about how people are going to take this in. But the more you do it, the more you're like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just start and you just keep going and going. But to go back to the dating thing, I'm going to get TK on more dates. Yep. I I want you to find them through. I feel like it's fun to find them through friends and then also through dating apps. I think it's it can be nice. And also, I think I'm always down to wing woman. When I was first moving to LA, I did a lot of like we would go out like me and a couple of friends would go out and then we'd be like talking to a guy on at that point it was the league and we'd be like hey bring your friends like we're going to wherever yeah. like to a dive bar nickel mine i don't know if you've ever been mm-hmm. there but we go to nickel mine all the time and it's on the west side and then it's like there's such a bro sports bar uh-huh we go we so meet up with vibe. like four or five dudes there's no pressure because you you talk to a guy you connected with him on the app but uh-huh. like maybe you like his friend i don't know yeah and then maybe your friends like like you're, so you meet him through your friends so like i'm always down for that because obviously i'm i am so taken uh-huh. that i'm like i need something to do and some reason to go out all right so tk's dating life so far she's an independent single lady yeah she needs someone who's at least doing as well as her their job which is going to be hard to find and making at least as much money as her which we're not apologetic about recap we think she's gonna be with a 307 we don't know though because you know crazier things have happened than she is. Yes. Get also, I need someone who's has great humor, and I know everyone says that, but like I, my form of humor is like Loki making fun of you, and you can take it well and and send it back to me, like poke fun at me. Like I love that banter, so I need someone that gets that humor because if you don't, like if you get offended, a lot of people in LA are like, oh my God, what? Like talk about people who get offended, fucking. So there's a difference between a dumb athlete and a smart athlete <laughs> or an athlete with a huge ego and someone who like is a normal person. And that was always my test. Like there's been athletes that have been like, like for example, on Raya loaded with athletes. Yeah. They send the first message. They're like, you're yeah. beautiful. Cause oh they're God, so fucking cringe. stupid. And they, <laughs> I've had a guy, <laughs> I've had a guy who was a really famous pitcher. Yeah. Okay. Really famous guys. Um, really famous. He reached really out famous to me. Joe. He is, he is <laughs> dated fucking everyone okay including one of my friends uh-huh. obviously he didn't know that i'm friends with her he reached out he said you're beautiful obviously spam thing that he just like sends out to a bunch of girls like tell me something i don't know but no i literally go <laughs> i know 
because that's what's funny to me. Like if someone can like pop back on that and be like, oh, like or say something interesting. Yeah. He, of course, is a dumbass and like obviously not evolved emotionally. And yeah, he's like, actually, Ew. you're supposed to say thank you to that. Ew. That's how you can tell when someone's fucking stupid and someone's fucking smart. Yeah. And you get their vibes and you don't. And there's no amount of money or fame this man could ever have. I could not answer that. Yeah. I'm like not answering. Yeah. Um, to have more of a conversation with us because that's like the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I just said this guy DM'd or messaged me on Raya. It was actually nothing. And he sent me like the funniest thing about IU, right? About Indiana. And of course, like I'm a sim for anything like Indiana, right? Yeah. So I replied and I was like, oh my God. I, or I was, I go, wow, talk dirty to me. Mm-hmm. Right. And he took it oh, so yeah. well. Fuck. Yeah, he, yeah. he took it so well and like said something funny versus him actually talking dirty. Yes. If he actually would have talked dirty to me, I would have like probably blocked. There was a guy who did do that. What, who was that? Yes. Was that an athlete too? Um, I forget. On it, I think it was an athlete. Yeah. I, I say the craziest shit though on dating apps. Well, sometimes I get on TK's app and I text people on the app. <laughs> yeah. Myself. She'll, she'll be like, hey, daddy. What did he say? Like he just didn't get the vibe. Like that that guy got the vibe, and you're like, talk dirty to me. And he's like, haha. Like Joe would have been like, haha, that's funny. Yeah, because I'm a normal person. Hold and on, then like this other it. guy hopped in on like, well, when you like suck my dick or like something. Yes, like that. yeah. Like, yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> Wait. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy. Hold <laughs> oh, on, I'll say it in a sec. But one guy recently, he, he goes, "What size finger are you?" Like as in like a ring. Uh huh. And I said, "I'm size wifey." <laughs> 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 and like, you either get it or you don't. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, this guy. Oh my god, he's so tr- oh, so cringe. It was remember Valentine's Day? Yeah, we thought he was like pretty promising. Oh my god, I forgot about the guy. I asked how many push-ups he can do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one guy. I'll read our messages because this is funny. He goes, "Hey you." I said, "What's up?" With his name, he was like, "Just got done with practice." He's a freaking athlete. What are you up to, Tay? And I'm like, okay, Tay, like, you don't know me. <laughs> I literally say, how many push-ups can you do? Because, <laughs> like, clearly he's trying to flex to me that he just went to practice. Well, it's right? also either, like, this is when you have a lob. Like, that is what you, – you ask lob questions. I do ask lob. So it's like – threw him a bone. <laughs> yeah, you're like, if you – like, you are going to either get this, or like, you in the bag, you or you're going to be the worst. So yeah. then he said, which I actually liked his answer. He goes, I'd hope you'd be worried if I could answer that question accurately on the fly. Joe approved of that answer too. Yeah, which Joe I liked. Being and um, yeah, and he was like an athlete, but he was funny. Like he gave me his number and stuff and I liked mm-hmm. that. But let me find the guy who was so cringe. God, there was, was a so guy funny. that we threw a lob to and he took the first lot. Like it was like he did it really well at first. <laughs> and then he came back with something so great. We were provoking him, but I just he didn't quite understand. Oh, my God. Yes, he's an athlete. Do you see him? Okay. So <laughs> he goes, um, he literally, I go. She, by the way, she's scrolling through her app like quickly. Like there's so many people. Yeah. He goes, well, okay, he's a baseball player. So I said, throw me a curveball. That's yes. what I said. Okay, yeah. Right? He's really day. good at this, by the way. I'm low-key good at yeah, d- yeah. dating app talk. He goes, I'm not sure if you can handle that. I said, strike one. <laughs> 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 then he goes, curveball, fine. What's your favorite thing? What's your favorite thing about your face? And I said, you tell me first. <laughs> right? We're like drunk. Payne and I We're and a whole table drunk. of us are yeah. drunk. Like three martinis deep at a restaurant on Valentine's Day. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Mm-hmm. He's replying to me on Valentine's Day. I said, you tell me first. He goes, 
mine makes a great C. No. I go, which literally we were so cringe. Like, yeah, it was ew, bad. I hated that. You can't bring that up. And then I said, hey, strike through, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, he texted me three more times and what I didn't say? respond. Did he say, did he explain why he just did that? He goes, you wanted a curveball. Damn. I don't know what to say. And then he like said some other shit. I'm not going to expose him too much. Yeah. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, it just wasn't the curveball I wanted. He didn't get the vibes. I get it. I get where he's coming from, but like he's dumb. Yeah. Like I get that he was like, you you told me to throw you a curveball, which that indeed that was. Yeah. yeah. Bro. But too See, much. That's something that Joe would say to me now. Yes. Like he'll say things like that. And I'm like, I'm even still grossed out. I'm like, Joe, no. Like we're having a normal conversation right now. Stop telling me that. If a man who I don't even know. And I'm not in love with for sure. <laughs> Tells me within three messages that his face is a great seat. I don't really know if this is going to be going somewhere. Literally. Hold on. Let me read some other ones because these are funny. Okay. So there's this guy, this professional dancer on okay. uh, Dancing with the Stars. And I literally matched with him because I was like. He's That's why Raya is amazing, by the way. It's guys you would never actually want to. Yeah. Date, like I was like, them. I just want to. I want a story. Okay? Yeah. So I literally message him and I go, please don't watch my TikTok dances. <laughs> or like one time I matched with this editor. He was like this editor at some studio. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I go, will you edit my vlog? <laughs> I was like, will you edit my vlog tonight? Because I was like, oh my God, that's so cringe, right? He's also, hate it. TK will, again, a lob. You're like, he's either going to fucking run with this and love it or he's going to hate it. There's uh, also when you tell people, she tells them to send her a voice note of what they think she sounds like. Yes. Which is a brilliant one. I'll be have. like, send me on, on Bumble because on Bumble, okay. I have to say the first thing. Mm-hmm. So I'll be like, send me a voice memo of what you think I sound like. And they'll be like, hey, I'm Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I love matcha. Like, it's so funny what they. That's and like actually someone that genius. It, honestly, if you don't do it to me. Mm hmm. Unless you have oh, that's a great a, ass response. Yeah. It, it's not going to work out because like I, that is funny. That's my humor. So like, yeah. if you like make fun of me, that's exactly what you I'm You make fun of them for. and they don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah. Obviously. I'm trying to find other stuff. Oh, oh my God. Remember the painter? Yes. I liked the painter. Yes. The painter's hot. I, okay. So this is again on Valentine's Day. I'm like scrolling way back. Because we were on one that night. Yeah, we were really I said, paint stuff. me like one of your French girls. Uh, one of my Because he's favorite. like a really good painter. <laughs> Which, so not my type. But no. he was low-key like But he's bratty. a 307 yeah. and a painter. He was hot. Okay. He goes, haha, I get that line often and still never happened. I said, damn, I was really out here thinking I was clever with that one. We'll see what happens. You look fun. And you look fun is a good one. Yeah. Simple. He goes, oh, I look fun. How do you figure? I go, your third pick at what I'm assuming is a wedding gives off major. I'll guess you up on the dance floor energy. <laughs> and he, he literally goes, ah, spot on analysis right there. Taylor, buckle up. Which I was like, okay, we're Wait, like. What happened with that one? Why are we not still talking? I don't know. Him? We just kind of stopped texting. I forget why. Um, See, that's what me and Joe were until I'm just bad responded at, I'm on low a fucking key bad thing. at texting. You'd also like girls when you're trying to message someone you have to look at their profile and like say something funny about it or like yeah. make fun of them i have a question yeah what apps like what apps do you use for what purpose or like what are your oh, favorite questions wait one last one before i get okay. into this question anytime they have anything to do with finance i'll be like thoughts on dogecoin <laughs> i'll be like hedge fund question mark i have no idea these what are any all of that great means. but i just say the dumbest shit okay dating apps for dating different purposes i have a theory so in my head hinge is like linkedin yeah Bumble. so that's like my like when i first moved out here the league was big 
And that's what that was. I used to like the league the best. Yeah. The league was where all my friends, like my first roommate in LA just got married last weekend from her league date. Claudia and Nick were league dates. Um, And I I just know a couple of people who are like literally together. Well, I like how the league also gave you three options a day yeah that was and they smart. were good ass options mm-hmm. like, i would say that's the one i went on the most dates from is the league that makes sense because yeah. i feel like they actually like they're actually trying to match people yeah well or they smart. match people well um so in my head the hinge is like linkedin so if you're trying to find like a job yeah AKA, if you're trying to find like a relationship go on hinge exactly um bumble is kind of like instagram like it's just like the fun like I don't own Tinder. Yeah. Personally. Um, just cause that to me is like full on, you know, you just don't know you're going to get full on, on hookup. Like. Yeah. Well, also I do like the idea and I hate to be like, it's not about being bougie, but I just like people to kind of be screened. And yes. I think that that's why I like that would, that's what drew me to the league and Raya at first. Raya seemed just like an interesting place to be. I got on that when I was 21 years old, when it was kind of newish yeah. through a friend. And that was like fun and cool. And just like, I was in fucking college. So like it was like fucking athletes and famous people. I'd never, I would never see in college totally. station, Texas, but the, the league you had to do. And I don't know if hinge is that way. You have to, you have to sign up through LinkedIn yes. and get approved that way. Yeah. And so I always felt like a little bit safer. Also like, again, going back to like what we want, like we want someone that has like a good job yeah, or yeah. like whatever. So hinge is definitely like LinkedIn vibes. And okay. also like you have to have prompts and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like you get to know, like, at I think least- that was genius. Oh yeah. Yeah. The like, if definitely if I wanted a boyfriend, I would probably find them on hinge. Yeah. Honestly, Bumble is just like shooting the shit. Like mm-hmm. it's, I really like Bumble actually. I, because I think it's fun that I get to message first because mm-hmm. I like in on hinge, even though I can message, I just let guys message me on Bumble. You have to message. So I like, that's where I like b- throwing lobs. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I more get on Ryan hinge. Like I let them message me. And I feel like Bumble, you get a more diverse group. Cause I feel like there's more people that use Bumble. Yeah. Bumble just feels like Instagram. Like it feels a little bit younger. Like it's yeah. like people aren't trying to be as serious or like date. I think they're just trying to meet, like go on dates and whatever. Yeah, I've yeah. actually gone on a few Bumble dates. Um, surprisingly, That's so fun. That would be a good one for our trying to go out and get guys to buy our drinks kind of situation. Yes, where you could just be like, "Hey, I'm going out with my friends. Like, what are you gonna do?" And then Raya is like Soho House. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what app it is in comparison to. Nothing. I mean, nothing. It's just, it's kind of bougie. Honestly, I, it's like club. There's no reason. Like, there's, there's people from all over the fucking world. It's very unrealistic for meeting an actual I guess, boyfriend. You know what? Raya's like clubhouse. Yeah. Like you have to get invited. Raya's like clubhouse. So it's like basically, if you don't know what it is, it's kind of like this, I guess, for famous people. Right? Yeah, it is. I think now they're being a little more lax with what they're letting Yeah. In. But you have to be a somebody or have something it, it, it interesting was or different. Who, it's like, people but like when it first started it was like people that would get into soho house yeah it's, it was creatives and then it was on top of that athletes any yeah. famous person like think like really successful finance dudes like older like actors who were like child celebrities they're always yeah. on there like that kind of shit yeah. and now it's like infested with like youtubers a lot yeah TikTokers, there's a lot of like djs people. whatever i see a lot of famous people especially athletes but but for instance, like my brother, like is on the waiting list. Like they won't let him in or whatever. And my brother is pretty average, Joe. My brother is five. It's very LA. 
Yeah, very LA. Honestly, it's very LA in New York. Like, um, and what's cool about it is that like you can talk to guys from like LA, New York, Spain, like wherever. Like, London. It's, like when I went overseas, yeah, when we it doesn't were, like, matter where you live. Whereas yeah. like Hinge and Bumble matters. When where you we live. were like in Europe, I remember like checking my Raya and being like to different dudes. I'm like, I'm in. I'm in London finally. Like, what's up? Totally. Totally. Yeah. It's cool. And I feel like it's also more so about like making connections in general versus like finding someone to date. Well, there's also like Raya work, which is really cool. If you've seen that, you can get connected. Like if you own a company or whatever, it'll connect you with like models and photographers and like that kind of thing. Which is cool. Which is sick. Um, But I think ultimately hinge if you're like full blown, like want to find a husband, use hinge. And if you want to have fun, use hinge and bumble. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Um, But yeah, that's kind of how I, in my head, I differentiate them. I personally probably use, I feel like Raya and Bumble, like I've been using the most lately because I'm not trying to find a boyfriend. Yeah. Wait, I have a question for you. Yeah. I have an answer that I would say for you, but what, what, what's your ideal age for a man? Ooh, I feel like for me right now, I'm 23, about to be 24. So I would say like 26, 27. I was about to say that. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I think Someone who's established, perfect. is making good money, has been working for a while, has confidence, isn't a fuck boy. Yeah. Honestly, when guys hit their late 20s, I've always said this, and maybe it's just Los Angeles. I think sometimes men hit their late 20s, and if you're going to find someone like actually for a relationship, that's where they are the sweet spot because uh-huh. men in LA, they turn 30 and they're immediately 21 again. Totally. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. And I've never also, there's something about, well, LA I, has the Neverland effect. Like no one yeah. goes up. Yeah. And I, I think they hit 30 and they had like a thing where like, Oh, I don't need this or whatever. But you know, also 30 to me, like, I'm like, if you're wanting to date me and I'm 23, like, yeah, that's, yeah, a, that's a little sus. It's a little sus. Um, <laughs> you're right. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I should, even though I am a for yeah. my age, like, and I, I'm, I am, I have my you fucking are, yeah. shit together. Like, well, I mean, you, but you're, you want to date guys who are like maybe three years older than you or something. Me at 27, thinking of a 30, 30 year old, even I'm like, that's old. Dude, so, like, I, I went on, <laughs> I went on a date. I did not realize this would be such a turn off to me. I genuinely didn't. I went on a date with this guy. And he was so fucking smart, like so smart. And we were having a great time, bought my drink, bought everything, whatever. Yeah. And he didn't have a TikTok. Yeah. And like, I know yeah. this sounds, I never, and I hate that I'm saying this. No, but like, you don't hate that. But like, he did not get one. I was out here like giving him like finger gun, like doing like the like Debbie Ryan, like putting uh-huh. the thing behind my <laughs> ear. Like when I would say something funny, <laughs> I would like make TikTok references. And homeboy did not get anything. Like, I think he okay, thought I had, like, weird quirks about me. Being on the same wavelength. Yeah. And I was, like, literally the next date I went on, I was like, listen, do you have a TikTok? Like, I was deeply concerned because I was like. It literally aged him. Like, he probably was, what, in his late 20s? And yeah. And he's, like, 50 years old I was old like, bro, head. you're missing out on so much of, like, my everyday humor. Yeah. You know? I don't so know I- if Joe would have a TikTok, though, if I didn't force him. And now he sends me TikTok. We send each other yeah. TikToks every night in his entire But thankfully, the next. I, it's not like you have to be an average. Like, I don't want you posting renegade. Like, you doing renegade or like say so like but just I would, understand the trends that i'm yes talking about. or just like if i send you one you can open it because yeah. you have an account yes you know it's oh not even God. about you even following or whatever i just want you to be able to like understand what i'm be talking involved. about well yeah. also like or I, understand my lingo you know in regards to tiktok every single night of my life i go to go in there and yeah. for an hour or maybe an hour and a half yes. or two i watch tiktoks 
And so if that's a big part of my life. That's a, lo- a yeah. lot of my day. Seriously. Um, so someone needs to understand that about me. And like the next, um, the next date I went on, I'm not kidding you. Like first within the first, like 10 minutes, I, I had to ask. Yeah. I was like, listen, like <laughs> I need to know this. I you was know. like, this is serious. Like, do you have a TikTok? Like dead ass. <laughs> I was like, do you know who Charlie is? Like, do you know Addison Ray? I need you to know. So you definitely need someone under 30. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I think I think 26 would be a good age because I think that 26 that's or 27 sounds men great. start getting to be more mature. Yeah. And like understand things and aren't like commitment phobes totally. and all that stuff. And I am um like mature for my You are, yeah. For you, my you're whatever. Mature, you take your work seriously. And I yes. will say I think what's good about this whole situation is you don't need a boyfriend in your head like yeah. even like no one needs a boyfriend mm-hmm. but some people in their head like genuinely emotionally they think they think they need that to I've live. never been that type of girl though me neither and I I applaud people like that I don't get it and I love having a boyfriend yeah. now and I understand the draw of it but I've never been that kind of person so I think you'll be more instead of just like ending up with someone because they're there you end up with someone that you actually are fucking yeah. obsessed with. And once you totally. find that person, it'll be great. Mm-hmm. And they're going to have That's why when things. I date, I'm like forking all in. Yeah. They're yeah. going to have the TikToks. They're going to have the, you know, they're going to understand <laughs> your fucking vibes, you know? Yeah. Okay. That's the, that's the dating T. Yeah. That's the dating TK. Okay. All right. So that's TK's juicy dating advice and reflections on her own yeah, <laughs> personal experiences. Woo-hoo! So if you guys... Uh, missed the last episode with TK, the intro, how we met, etc. Go back and listen to that one, and then otherwise tell everyone where they can find you. Yeah. Also, we dropped some knowledge. I feel like we, we dropped did. some like good like finding tips roommates, yeah, and tricks on you know how to like find yourself as a woman in the workforce, which is cool. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at TK's Juicy Polls. And follow me on Instagram because you don't want to miss my stories. I post juicy poll questions all the time. Super fun. Super interactive. And then also you can follow me on my YouTube channel at Taylor King. Um, And then I also have a podcast, TK's Juicy Pod. Super fun. Super flirty. And juicy. Very flirty. (laughs) All right. Thanks, TK. Thanks for having me. Peace. All right. So that was our boy talk with TK. We know we all love some boy talk. It's one of my favorite subjects. It's one of the subjects that I like to talk about when I'm not talking about work, which is rare and very exciting for me. It's like a hobby, if you will. Uh, So I love talking to TK. I love being in her love life. I'm literally like inside of her love life. I know everything about it. I am constantly asking questions. Um, If any man looks at TK at all, I want to know about him. I want to know what his parents do. I want to know what his future job is. I want to know the way he speaks. I want to know what sports he played in high school. Okay. I love that I can, I love that we can share our normal internal roommate combos with y'all. For those of you who want to follow along on Vegas and DC and meeting my assistant and my new secret project coming up, come follow me on Instagram at Peyton Sarton. If you're listening to this, I'm going to assume you do already follow me and you're the fucking best. But if you don't already follow me, let's go. Let's make this official. Okay. 
Otherwise, guys, I'm really fucking trying to do Twitter. If you have a Twitter, come follow NTS Pod on Twitter. I know I don't have a lot of content up because you know what? Right now, I'm running two Instagram accounts and attempting to do three TikToks and doing a Twitter account and a website and a website for full disclosure and a fucking podcast. So I'm trying, okay? And I'd really like your support so I can have more of an audience on Twitter to even like talk to. I do like Twitter. Like, for example, I get my news on Twitter a lot of the times. Uh, If I'm laying in bed and I feel like I feel an earthquake or something, immediately to Twitter. When I'm in an emergency, immediately to Twitter. I know something is going to be listed there for me to check it out. So I love Twitter. It's just hard to get on it when I have 12 followers because like, that's just like not an efficient use of my time right now. Um, So... (laughs) Come make it be an efficient use of my time at NTS Pod, okay? Also on TikTok, I'm trying to put together some kind of creative TikTok for Note to Self. Um, Also for full disclosure, and then I have my normal TikTok, which by the way, guys, I'm really, really, really doing the TikTok thing lately. So come follow me on TikTok. This is self-promo corner, by the way. So just, you know, just hold on and I'll get to the end in a second. (laughs) It's almost over, I promise. <laughs> okay, also come follow Wear Full Disclosure. That's my baby. That's my child. And let me just tell you, this applies to every single one of you listening right now. Please go rate and review Note to Self. Please, dear God. Please, dear fucking God. <laughs> Please. Please do it, okay? I was seeing some of y'all's reviews this week. They made my fucking day. They're so cute. I love it. I love y'all. I love that y'all are loving the podcast. Please review the pod. Please rate the pod. Please subscribe to the pod. We need you out here. Note to self needs you. I need you. Please take five seconds of your day to do any of the above. Um, That would be amazing. I would be forever grateful. Y'all are the best. Otherwise, that's all for today. Oh my God, my shoulders just popped so loud. I wonder if you could hear that. (laughs) I'll leave it in if you could hear it. That is all for this episode. Thank you guys again so much for listening and I will see you next Tuesday.